Our text for this morning's sermon is taken from the gospel lesson with special emphasis on the following words of Jesus. Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, watch any sports show and you will hear a discussion from time to time about an NFL or NBA player who is considered the GOAT. The GOAT stands for the greatest of all time. Ironically, we hear from Jesus today that if you are a GOAT, you end up experiencing the judgment of God in hell due to your being a sinner. It's like the Apostle Paul says, the saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. In other words, greatest of all time sinner. That's me. That's you. Yet think for a moment how Jesus saves us goats. He does it by becoming the goat, by taking into himself the sin of every human being who ever lived or will ever live. On the cross, he's the worst of sinners, for he embodies the sins of the world. By receiving the wrath and judgment of God in our place for our sins, Jesus buries our sin in his death and triumphs over it in his resurrection, that we be not goats, but sheep, his sheep, under the tender care of the Good Shepherd. As a result, Jesus is the goat, the greatest of all time, for no one loves like this. No one. Only Jesus. He's the greatest of all time. As the Apostle Paul reminds us again, therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Jesus is indeed the greatest of all time, the Lord God himself in the flesh, and he is the shepherd of his sheep. Now it's important to note that sheep and goats differ from one another, but also take note this, that the distinction between them in the parable only comes at the end of the day when they are put in their proper place. First, sheep and goats are different. Goats say, bah. I'm sorry, sh sheep. <laughs> you know, we're sheep and goats at the same time. It was in the sermon. Sheep are the ones who say, bah. It's the goats who say, ma. The tails of sheep are down. The tails of goats are up. Sheep are grazers, while goats are browsers. Sheep gather in flocks, while goats, they go it alone. 
and are independent. Yet notice in the parable, all are treated the same until the end of the parable. Now this fits with the other parables, right? Like the, the weeds and the wheat. The weeds are allowed with the wheat all the way until the end. The goats and the sheep, they are one big field, one big flock until the end. Jesus is Lord, and he died for all. That's what that means. He's the goat for every tribe, nation, and people on earth, for every single human being who ever lived, who lives now, or who will live in the future, whether people like it or not. He's the greatest of all time. Note in the text that the sheep and goats are sorted based not on what they do, but who they are. The goats are unbelievers. They haven't received the antidote to their goatliness. They're unbelievers, so they are cursed. But not, Jesus says, cursed by my Father. Notice that cursed doesn't come from my father. He doesn't say that. They're simply cursed because they live on their own apart from God and Christ. And what they didn't do is talked about only, only after sorting them from the sheep at the end. This is what the, the Apostle Paul means when he says that we are justified by God's grace through faith in Christ apart from works of the law. The last day judgment is based not on what you do, but on who you are, a child of God. That is one of his sheep who hears his voice, the voice of the shepherd. A goat who goes it alone, who will not listen to the God who created and redeemed him in Christ. About the goats, Jesus categorically declares on the last day that, that he will say this, depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Notice it wasn't prepared for them. That's not what it's for. It's for the devil and his angels. That's the hell of it. No human being belongs in hell, and God intends for no one to go there. If you wind up there, it's your own fault. It's your own fault. And notice what the, the goats ask. They, they ask, when did we see you? I mean, if we would have known it was you and, and that you could do these great things or do these terrible things to us, if, if we had known it was you, well, we would have done something. But we didn't know it was you. We didn't know there was any benefit to us by doing that. You see, they've cut themselves off from God and from one another. They only care about me, myself, and I. The inner self. The inner me. That's old Adam 
clear and simple. The sheep are different. They're believers in Christ. Believing is? They receive his gifts. They receive the antidote to their sin. They hear his voice. They follow him. And he gives them eternal life. They listen to Jesus. And he says, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you before the foundation of the world. They were blessed before they could do anything at all. They were blessed because our Lord had made, him, made them his sheep. They were blessed because he took the wrath and punishment of God for their sin. He took what they deserved. And he gives now to us what he deserves. Jetson didn't do anything at all this morning, except maybe now cry. But our Lord did everything. He made him his own child. He made him one of his sheep. He promised him, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. He washed away all of his sins, for his sins were taken care of by the goat, by Jesus, by the greatest of all time. And you will teach them, won't you? Jacob and Emily, you will teach him that these gifts come from the grass, the food of our faith that come to us by the Spirit at work through his word in this place. For our Lord has led you to the still waters. This is the place where you receive the peace of knowing that nothing and no one can separate him now from the love of God and Jesus Christ, that Jesus knows he's one of his sheep. And it lets you know that too. Let's us all know that we are under the care and protection of the goat. And he wins the victory over sin and death for you, for me, and for all the world. In the text, what the sheep did is also only talked about after they are sorted from the goats. Jesus said, right, I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. The sheep, the believers, they were quite busy, weren't they? However, they're puzzled when he says this. They're puzzled. They don't ask, when did we do these things? They know they did these things. They ask, when did we see you? We didn't know it was you. We didn't know that either. When did we see you hungry, thirsty, a stranger, naked, and imprisoned? They didn't, you see, do these things to gain recognition for themselves or points, if you will. They did them because they saw people in need. That's why. They saw people in need. It's who they are. They just care about people. 
And when you have the goat as your Lord, the greatest of all time, that's what happens. His word and his way has its way in your life. Jesus does all of these things in and through his sheep, even now, even through you and me as his word has its way in our lives. We love one another as he has loved us. You know why? It's what sheep do. And when we fail in that endeavor, our Lord's got it all covered. We are washed in the blood of the Lamb, in the one who is the goat, the greatest of all time. Jesus is the goat, the greatest of all time. And as the Apostle Paul reminds us, quote, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him all things hold together. Or as he says in our epistle lesson, God has put all things in subjection under his feet under the feet of the one who loves you to death, even death on the cross. To God alone be the glory. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.